Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Anime Nerd. I don't know what you guys are saying. He's back. Because this is actually not a pre-recorded podcast. This is actually me recording as of Sunday, November 24th at 14.07, a.k.a. 2.07, for those of you who don't know military time. But anyway, your boy, he been gone in and out, you know, see and stuff like that due to the job. So I know I'm, I haven't been able to drop a podcast in a few. So I figured I'd go ahead and drop one Sunday outside my normal time. But it's okay, though, because I'm planning to go ahead and produce more pre-recorded podcasts and give you guys good content that you guys will enjoy. So today's content, I figure I'll talk about, you know, the Pokemon Sword and Shield, how I feel about that. And then uh, you guys know I love reading that new Dragon Ball Super manga and for those of you guys who are Gohan fan, you know, I'm going to talk about what we saw and my prediction of this possible, you know, next chapter that's coming on December 20th. If you guys haven't seen it or read the chapter, you guys definitely need to go check it out. Also, while I'm in the recommendation for, you know, a good manga series and everything like that, I want you guys to check out these other series of course, that I have said. So, solo leveling, if you haven't caught up on that hype train, I suggest you do before you become one of those type of people who heard about it after they make an anime out of this show, which I'm pretty sure they will. They have to. They have to. Um, another one I would say is, of course, Promise Neverland. If you saw the anime and you enjoy it, then you will definitely enjoy the manga, which is way more uh far ahead however you want to say it than the anime then you got chronicle of a heavenly demon um that one's a great actually manga to read huh there's just a lot of different type of manga out there like i said the fairy tale 100 year quest and all that other stuff my hero academia dr stone all those if you're just a fan in general of manga Definitely go ahead and just pick up something new and give it a try. Because I ain't going to lie. Your boy, when Bleach and Naruto was over, I was in limbo. I didn't know what to read or what's next. And I just started picking up these manga series and enjoying them. And now my collection of manga series are growing ever more. So you definitely want to go check that out. But anyway, let's go on into you know today's podcast topic. And we will start it after these little commercial intro break.
All right, guys, before we get into the first topic, I just want to say if you guys ever wanted to have your own anime opening or have an anime character opening for your podcast or whatever you guys plan to do in the near future, definitely check out that app, Fiverr, Fiverr, however you want to say it, it's F-I-V-E-R-R. Now, noted, I'm not getting paid for sponsoring them. I'm just letting you guys know that, hey, you guys too can update your podcast or do whatever content with anime character or even a cool beat of your own from this app. It's pretty cool to get to see people all over the world with different type of talents, you know, using it for, you know, some good. Cause you know, there's some people who use their talents for bad. So just, you know, overall, check it out, give it a try, and then tell me what you guys think of it. Okay, so now we're gonna go ahead and into it. The first one I want to do is my overall thoughts of Pokemon Sword and Shield, my likes and dislikes. Now, this is coming off the top of my head. I didn't really write it down. It was just one of those type of things that I just always wanted to talk about since the game came out. So the game came out, I think, around sometime early November, like the 15th or so. I want to say, yeah, the 15th. Yeah, 15. All right, so we're going with that. We're just going to say November 15. If you guys have any type of disagreement or anything like that, uh, just, you know, email me. You know, I'm approachable. But anyway, so the game came out around November 15. Already, your boy was decided. I bought the dual pack, Pokemon Sword and Shield. And I'm playing the Shield version currently. And my um, roommate, he actually got the Sword version of it. So I'm like, because this figure is pretty much the same game. So I gave him the sword version of it. But in actuality, there's some differences that I noticed. Other than the obvious Pokemon, but there was different gym leaders that I had to face that he had to face. Majority of the, majority of the gym leaders are the same, except for like two or three, which was pretty cool. And obviously, in Pokemon Sword, you get a certain Pokemon, then you can get in Pokemon Shield. So naturally, so me and him in the process of trading different games over. I mean, not different game, but different Pokemon over. So it's kind of cool. So automatically, I kind of like that aspect of it all, of it, that you can, there's difference in the game or it's a little bit more noticeable than your set of Pokemon and so, and everything like that. So I thought that was kind of cool that they have that because when me and him was talking, he was like, oh, I asked him, did he fight this one gym leader? He was like, no, that don't even sound like it. Uh, does it look like this person? I'm like, no, who is that? And, you know, we chopped it up and was realizing that, hey, these are two different games, but technically the same thing, but different. So it was kind of cool noticing that overall and everything. So we were like, all right, that's that's nice. So while I'm playing the game, one, one thing I have to say, that graphic, that graphic is perfect for the Switch. Perfect. Now, over the years, you know, Pokemon graphics been upgrading and stuff like that. Even like, at one point, it was to me. I thought it was hard to be going to top the 3DS version of it because the 3DS version did a really good job. Pokemon X and Y uh, took it up to the next level, but this one, Sword and Shield, even better. Now, Pokemon E, uh, let's go Eve and let's go Pikachu. I really don't know where they was going with that because I didn't enjoy that much compared to how this game is. But this is not about Pokemon. Let's go Eve, Eevee and let's go Pikachu. So I digress from that one. The graphic is amazing. The Pokemon looks real beautiful. Everything. You can see the detail, even the move. Like um, 
the beginner Pokemon, all three of them have a unique ability to me. Like the tree one is more of a tank. The um, water one is more of a like a quick one hit shooter killer, whatever you want to call them. And the fire starter Pokemon is a well balanced machine. And look, I ain't gonna lie, I have all three now. No, I didn't hack the game. It's the benefit of having friends who wants to restart and have all three. So, therefore, I got all three. So, but anyway, I digress from that one. So, we was playing and enjoying the game and whatnot. Everything was just beautiful. The world, the details of the character, the, you know, the time. They really took their time on it. So, I have to say the story was good. I actually enjoyed the story. Now, is there really like you know how most team had like in like had team rocket, team magma, and everything like that? The bad guys, the bad guys in the series ain't even really the bad guys in the team, they're just really hyped up fans that kind of get in your way and kind of annoy you. So they're not even bad guys as far as being bad, they're just really hyped up fans that kind of annoy you. So I guess in the aspect of that, it's kind of a good thing, a little bit different. A little bit refreshing, but at the same time, it's like, damn, I kind of want to know what's the new team coming up. Because most of the time, when there's a team involved in a Pokemon series that are bad, they usually go for, how should I say, they usually go for the legendary Pokemon. But in this one, nobody was coming after the legendary Pokemon, none of that. Uh, It was pretty kind of balanced until the one person who you thought was a good guy turned out to be something else, which I don't want to spoil the game. But for those of you guys who play the game, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm not going to go ahead and get into details with that too much. Just know, overall, the game was a really good game on that aspect. Now, next that I want to point it out that I that I like was pretty much the fact that there are different ways of mode of transportation in the game. Now, technically, you remember how the TMs we used to use back then, the Pokemon need to know that they're able to move anywhere, like fly and so. You didn't need to know that. Your bike pretty much is a one-stop shop far as bike and going on like surf because you didn't need surf. Now, the fly has been replaced by a taxi service, and you can also take the train to where you need to go. So it's kind of weird that you have all that mechanism in there where the train can do the same thing as fly can do. But it is there. It's a nice feature. I understand they're just trying to show what all it can do and everything like that. So I respect that overall in it. Now the thing that I dislike in the game. Now what I dislike is how you can't get all of the Pokemon from previous generation and everything like that. Shoot. I like how the fact, I forgot which game it was. Like, once you beat the game, you could choose um, a starter Pokemon from the first generation. This one, they don't, I don't even know. Well, at least from far as what I've seen, I don't think you can get any of the Pokemon from the beginning generation other than um, a possible Charizard because he's in the game, obviously. So... I feel like if you can get him, there should be a ways to get, you know, the other ones. But I digress. We'll figure it out and see, and I'll dig into it more and more, and we'll go from there. Uh, another thing I didn't that I wasn't too fond of is the final bad guy in the Pokemon. I thought it was really basic and plain. I mean, it was nothing 
like, ooh, and oh, I got to capture him. It's like, okay, you know, you got a chance now to capture him. And then it's pretty much, I feel like it was a 100% chance of catching him. Anyway, it doesn't matter what Pokeball you throw at him and everything like that. So it was, it kind of took away from the enjoyment of it all. And also is Pokemon, the amount of time you face your rival, oh my goodness, it was an overkill. I felt like I faced them every two steps I took. I'm like, bro, how many times I had to teach you the same lesson? How many times? It's like he did not stop coming. It's like, and it kept going. It really kept going. It, it was just there. It was like, God, I'm tired of facing him. And then not only that, though, on the good side, though, they did add, like, another two more rivals to on top of your original rivals. So you had other people who consider you rival that you face from time to time. But nobody um, you have to face more than Hop. That's what's your rival name. Hop was there from beginning to end, and he felt some type of way because, you know, I beat his behind all the time. But that's beside the point. Hop just wouldn't stop. So, but yeah, that's what I didn't really like too much on it and everything like that. But other than that, it's a really fun game. Great way to kill time. So if you definitely in need of a game to kill time, I would definitely recommend this Pokemon game. It will kill time and there's still so much more to do. Now that I beat the game, I am about to go shiny hunting and... It's a different way of doing it. I looked up some YouTube videos, and they were telling me that you need to do certain stuff and like that. And also, I plan to catch them all. So literally, I plan to catch every single Pokemon I can in this game and just have an OP team. But anyway, that's it. I'm going to grab some water and grab whatever you need to do, and I'll be right back, and we're going to talk about Dragon Ball Super. All right, so if you guys remember the last time I taught Dragon Ball Z that Gohan came to fight the Alien 73 who was stealing people's ability just by touching the back of the neck. Now, let me tell you something. This chapter right here did not disappoint. I'm telling you, it did not disappoint at all. And for those of you guys who are probably wondering what in the world I'm talking about, I am talking about Dragon Ball Super Chapter 54. Now, for those of you guys who want to know the difference, there is some big difference between the manga and the anime. Clearly, there's certain modes on there that are not on that are on the anime only, but not on Dragon Ball Super the manga. So I, if I was you, I encourage you to definitely go check that out as well. Um, give it a read and tell me what you think if you like the difference or you don't like the difference or you're like, uh, it is what it is. But, you know, that's beside the point. So Gohan came to fight 73. And let's just say Gohan was pretty much making quick work with old boy. Old boy was just, you know, he couldn't he couldn't handle it because Gohan naturally knows Piccolo movement because he trained with Piccolo for so many years. Even he said it that he uh, knows his movement uh, pretty much. Now I'm just I'm just requoting it. Now I'm not saying vice versa. That's what he said, but it's pretty much what he said was that he knows Piccolo movement and pretty much he does. You could see it. He was just moving effortlessly on it, and then it even got to the point where 73 had to use a special ability 
on it, which was Moro's power, um, the main bad guy in the game. Well, in the game, <laughs> in the series, in the chapter right now that the current arc that they're in. And 73 has to tap into his power just to keep up with going. And let me just say this. Once 73 tapped into that power, pretty much that fight shifted heavily on the bad guy's side because it was just too much. Not even Gohan can even handle it. But the thing was that I noticed, and I was wondering if it was just me or not. If you've seen the chapter, I, I might even just do a tweet on it. Did Gohan went ultimate or did he just stay in base form? It was pretty much working old boy because if he stayed on base form and was working old boy, then the gap between Gohan Piccolo and whoever else or one of the tops is very, very huge. And then the gap from Gohan to Goku and Vegeta is even greater than that. So if Gohan was still in base form, and was able to pretty much handle 73 before you use moral power, then it says a lot of how much the gap is and how truly Gohan is technically the third strongest saying on earth. Now, notice what I'm saying on earth because we do know Broly is up there and technically he is number one in my eyes. Now, we can have an argument, and if you're down for an argument, definitely let me know hit me up. I would love to have somebody to argue with and we can go back and forth all day. But as of right now, we're going to just say that Gohan is the third strongest on earth. And it is clear as day that he is the third strongest on earth. So granted, so being that back to the fight, Gohan pretty much got quickly handled from old boy because of Moro's power, and Moro's power is ridiculous. He's pretty much steals the energy from his opponents and pretty much, and from the earth and everything like that, which I would say is kind of like a, how would I say, kind of like a little cheating in a way because, bro, you you really have to steal all this power and everything like that. But at the same time, I understand you got to do what you got to do. If you got that OP power, then you just got an OP power. And you can do that. But at the same time, it's going to be interesting to see how the Z fighters and Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, all of them overcome this enemy who can use magic and who can steal your energy. So we'll see it from there. But after that, the scene kind of cuts through back to uh, – well, it hasn't cut. Let me just say this first. So 73 was about to pretty much destroy and eat all of Earth's energy away but um, I forgot who said it. I can't remember. But it was pretty much saying that Moro realized that Goku and Vegeta is training. And he liked the idea of him getting more power from them. So he decided to spare Earth and give them like technically 20 Earth days until they get there to pretty much destroy, you know, the Earth. So... Technically, Goku, who found who heard word of it from Mirrors, who was training with Mirrors, uh, realized that he only has two months. Which the math is kind of off. Because if you say twenty Earth days, twenty Earth days do not equal up to two months. But I digress. Maybe there was a typo or a translation error there. Like I said, so we'll find out. 
for real, for real. But yeah, two months and twenty days does not equal the same at all. So either that means go on have to hold out for some extra amount of days, or somebody's lying, pretty much. And we'll find out in the future. But anyway, other than that, you also so you get a glimpse of seeing Goku training with Marius. Goku was pretty much eating. Then he asked Marius, "How come he don't eat?" Kind of like how we don't eat. And if you guys pay attention, there's something about that Mirrors character uh, that we just don't know about. And why I said that is at the end of the chapter, spoiler alert, I probably should have said it in the beginning before I even made this podcast, but oh well. Um, spoiler alert, um, you see Weiss meeting up with the Grand Priest pretty much asking him, what are we going to do about Miris? Now, ending it there, there's a lot of speculation that Miris is a fallen angel. Now, I don't believe that he is a fallen angel, per se, uh, per se, because he is definitely seen like a good guy who is fighting, you know, all the bad guys. So, Therefore, I think he's just a good angel who technically violated the angel's rule of, you know, being able not to interfere with the good and evil because he's an angel on a galactic patrol fighting off evil. And angels are supposed to be neutral. So pretty much it left there with we asking grand people what we're going to do about him and the rule and whatnot. So We'll figure that one out. Like I said, we have to wait till December 20th, which I know is a long time, people. It's a long time. I really wish Dragon Ball Super was a, even if it's bi-weekly, I will accept a bi-weekly, bi-weekly, bi-weekly on Dragon Ball Super just because waiting a month sometimes is so aggravating that to the point that you just don't even want to do that anymore. You just want to be like, oh, just go ahead and drop drop the series. But, yeah, so that's it for the review portion. Now, before I end it, I just want to talk a little bit briefly on what is taking them so long just to drop the Dragon Ball Super anime again. I feel like... They can easily put in enough filler content or do an anime-only content, whereas, you know, you can go that route. If they're waiting on the manga series to get to a certain point, okay, fair enough. Then do a retelling of the Dragon Ball Broly movie, which I'm pretty sure they're going to do and somehow make him canon and everything like that. Or also just go on a new adventure or focus on a different character for the time being. Have Goku and Vegeta just sent somewhere for a little bit. I don't know. I just feel like the show been off for about two, about I want to say two years now. I feel like it might be less than that or it could be longer than that. I don't know. Last time I checked, it was two years after the Tournament of Power. So I just want to know what's going on. You know, they definitely still got a fandom. And anything with a Dragon Ball name in it pretty much sells. They know it sells, and they know they got the fans. The sad thing is they like to keep the fans waiting. Therefore, we have to deal with their little pettiness of not wanting to drop a new Dragon Ball Super series. Like, you know, come on, bring it back. There's still a whole lot more you guys can do at this point. Now, next podcast, I might want to talk about, you know, 
is Super Saiyan God finally ten times stronger than uh, Super Saiyan Four or something like that? I'm I'm pretty bad with power scaling, but I'm just go by how what I see and what I notice and everything like that. So we can do it that way, or I just find something else to talk about for the time being. But anyway, as always, it's been a pleasure hosting this podcast. It's your host, Anime Nerd. You already know. Follow your boy at AnimeNerd92 on Twitter and on Instagram. Definitely follow me on those platforms, which I will do better to update them as we go. Because it's been a while. And speaking on that, I should just start tweeting. Anyway, but you guys have a good one. I love you guys. Peace.